Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's a joy to have you joining with us today. Thank you for giving a few moments of your time. I've got a good friend here with me, the Reverend John Wagner from the United States of America. And our brother has been in the province for about a month now. He's been yeah. preaching in, in Ballymena at a convention there and also here in Lisburn and a few other places as well. I've really been blessed through your ministry. Thank you. And we thank you for giving of your time. And I just ask God's servant, as we've done with others, just to tell us simply how he became a believer and what the Saviour means to you. So thank you so much, brother, and may the Lord bless you. Thank you. Moments. thank you. I was uh, barely born into a Christian home. I say that barely because my mother was expecting me, and uh, about four months away she got saved, my dad as well, and the church. Yeah. And uh, I was born in October of 56, and to then a Christian home. My, my parents were not, you know, well, we didn't have family devotions, took us to church very faithfully, uh, but, and I'm thankful for that. It was when I was around 12 years of age, one summer, that I was sitting in the back row of that Baptist church, I'd heard sermons all throughout my life, brought to Sunday school. It was a simple message on heaven and hell, and for the first time ever, I was brought under conviction of sin. Sins of that summer were just rushing through my mind, and I was feeling the guilt and the fear of going to hell. And the pastor asked those who were concerned at the end of his message if they would raise their hands if they were concerned about their souls. And my hand went up very shakily. I was scared to death. And then I got even more afraid when he said, next, I'd like all those who raised their hands to stay behind. Well, I did with fear and trembling, and I was the only one. And he took me to his little room off the side of the pulpit, and there led me to the Lord. The thing that affected me for many years to come was the approach that was taken on asking the Lord to save me. Uh, I was still much afraid, 12-year-old kid, and he said, do you want to pray the Lord to yourself or do you want to repeat after me? And I immediately said, you pray and I'll follow after you. I wanted to get it right. Mm -hmm. So we did that. Uh, that caused me problems much later on in life. So I'm 12 years old. I went out of that church on cloud nine. I was determined uh, I was never going to argue with my mother again. I always argued with her, but I wanted that to change. And that evening in the service, uh, I came forward and made public confession of Christ before the congregation. And I looked off down to the, the back row on the left, and my mother was just weeping away mm. that her boy had been saved. I wish I could say that from that point on time, everything was just going in great guns with God, but it didn't. I was in a public school, uh, very ungodly companions, and of course... Uh, Evil companions corrupt good behavior, and I wanted to be accepted by my friends, and so I would adopt their language, their lingo, their ways, and uh, that would bring me into a very backslidden state until the, the pastor of the church that I got saved in would bring in a special guest speaker for a week of meetings, and he would preach hard against sin and call the backslidden to come, and I went down the aisle and got my heart right again, and that happened so many times in my teen years. It came to the senior year of high school, I'm about 17 now, about to turn 18, and I walked away from it all. Mm -hmm. I felt I was nothing more than a hypocrite, didn't have any desire to be in church anymore, and I gave myself for the next three years to a very wild lifestyle, drugs and alcohol, the nightclubs, and all that goes with that. Um, I was miserable the whole time. I got high to try to subdue the voice within me, 
And the problem is you always came back down and you had to face reality. I remember walking my apartment uh, just so in turmoil of soul. Um, but that somewhere that long toward the end of the third year, maybe just about a year before the last third year, I was in a state college and um, I was in a play and uh, the drama director at that college saw that I was troubled and uh, he said, can I help you? And he was like a father to me in some ways because my father had a mental breakdown when I was about 12 years old and uh, that really messed things up in my home. But he was like a father and we began to talk every week, usually on a Wednesday, in a college classroom and we'd spend an hour, two hours going over all of my life. All he knew was Freudian psychology. So I had to tell him everything from the time I was I could remember to the present. And in that year that went on for a year, I told him about getting saved as a boy of 12. And he, at the end of the year, we were, we've got a year, an hour or two every week. Uh, he said to me, I think you need to go talk to your pastor. And I did not want to hear that. I did not, I knew what that would mean. And I bolted out of the room. I ran down to the basement men's bathroom and just sat there. And it was as I was sitting there, the Lord just came to me in essence and said, this is over. This life is over. You're coming back. Hmm. And I went back up, upstairs and this professor was still sitting in that room waiting for me. And I just said, would you call Pastor Lou? And that was the turning point when I did meet with him and I I got rid of all the rock and roll records and the drug paraphernalia and all the drugs went down the toilet, as you call them over here. And uh, that was the turning point for me. I went off to Bob Jones University the following year and that's where I met my wife, Kim. We sat beside each other in zoology class. And eventually, after the end of the school that of our time at Bob Jones getting our degrees, we hooked up and uh, fell in love. I was in love with her first, actually, and it took me a while to convince her that she loved me. But uh, the Lord brought us together, and we had 40 years together, very happy years. Uh, after coming back to uh, New Jersey, where she lived, we served in a Christian school for a year, and then the Lord called me to uh, start attending the Free Presbyterian Church in Newtown Square where the Reverend John Greer was the minister. It was during my time there that the Lord called me to the ministry. Uh, I was the last one who thought I should ever be a minister, but God had other plans and assured me that he had not cast me away, that I was still his servant. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm here tonight in Lisbon, uh, here to preach the word of God. My wife went home to be with the Lord last June, mm -hmm. and uh, she's out of her suffering now. And I'm just asking God to open the doors and show me what he would have me to do. So thanks for listening to my testimony. I'm glad I have one. And I pray that somehow God will use this in your own life for his own namesake. So thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you. so much, brother. I uh, really appreciate you giving up your time and uh, being with us for these uh, week, uh, these meetings. And uh, just to hear your testimony has been, been wonderful. So. You may be listening in, you're not a believer, you're maybe lacking assurance, you've maybe grown cold, you've got away from the Lord. Can we just say in closing that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the answer mm -hmm. to your every need. He's a fully sufficient Saviour mm -hmm. and he made a full payment for sins upon a cross. He's alive, he's risen, he's ascended 
and he's still mighty to save. And just wherever you are, maybe you've lost out with God, grown cold at heart, or maybe not yet a Christian, we trust that you'll give your heart and life to the Saviour. Call upon him, put your faith and trust in Christ and in Christ alone, and stand upon the promises of God's word, and we trust that God will bless you even today. So thank you so much, brother. Thank you. And uh, thank all of our listeners, and we'll hopefully see you again, folks, very soon. Okay? Bye-bye. Bye.